Welcome back to another episode of Not Enough Asian by 1.5 Chinese Podcast. Welcome back. Woohoo! So today, we are going to start again on the Not Enough Work yep. Part 2. Yeah, so um, in part one, we covered quite a fair bit of things. Uh, I think we covered the basis of a uh, job, you know, from fresh grad to contract to full-time employee and uh, career aspiration, you know, how much is too much work and how do you evaluate if, uh, if you need to quit, you know, if a move is necessary and uh, a little bit on experience in finding work. Mm. So right. today will be a continuation on that. Yeah, so now today uh, our main topic will be to, uh, to teach you how to quit. <laughs> and then we will tell, share a bit of how to find jobs What works, what doesn't work What are the red flags to look out for And then uh, how to form a imp- uh, What to look out for when you start A new job, new job mm. uh, What are the red flags again that you see in a new job That may hint that you may not be suitable For that, area, uh, that, that, that new job And lastly we talk about The recent phenomenon of job scams Be careful job scams Exciting I think maybe we should shift that up a bit Because uh, job experience job finding experience uh, what to look out for if it's a job scam mm. yeah so um, Meishan how did you uh, quit recently? <laughs> not recently okay almost <laughs> quit recently okay I think um, how, much how to quit do you have <laughs> I don't have a lot of experience in quitting how many times has it been? I think three one two three because I had a gap year right um, the job that I did so basically, how to quit the process lah, okay? The good process is first, okay, the first time when I officially quit, it came with no warning to anybody in the team. That was when we were in the Did same agency. I think I faintly tell you briefly. So what happened was, I actually... I, I would have told you do it on a weekday that your last day will end on a Friday or something like that. I would have told you that. Yeah, but anyway, I did it, I did it how I did So what happened was, I was overseas for... A business trip that's where i signed the letter of offer and things like that with the new company i came back i sat on the thing for like a couple of days and i went on my own personal trip wait i would have known because i introduced you to that next gig exactly but i don't i don't remember telling you how i quit <laughs> no, no, no. I yeah busy so whatever it is uh, when i got the official contract from the new company with the start date and stuff obviously i did my calculation of how many days of leave to offset and things like that right mm-hmm. smart girl but anyway very important yeah. yes Guys, it is when you count your amount of leave left and how much you can end cash obviously and cash as much as you can of course yeah if can be a bit kinder to an employer and say i can give you extra one two weeks of uh handover making it six weeks mm. and then minus the, so you get your more and cash leave during that period plus the fact that they will get a positive feedback lah, that when you next time you get a reference or whatever and uh obviously choose a friday to end the work week so you don't have to go in on a monday on your last day lah. true mm. so whatever it is i remember how I told my direct manager that I'm quitting was we were running an event that day. It was when the event finished and we start tearing down. I pulled him to a site. I remember it was at I think it was at Pan Pacific Hotel. I remember which pillar also. Ram I remember very clearly. Yeah. I pulled him to the corner and I told him that I landed a new job and I want to quit. And after I finished talking to him on that right, I met my mom for dinner. It was used to be at this place called Hyde and Co, which is now the Tipo place really. Mm-hmm. I wrote an email, sent it to my officially. boss. Yeah, sent it to the boss officially. And she was, during then she was in Dubai. 
Oh, as in the boss's boss. Okay. Yes. And then um, she called me immediately. Ooh. I didn't pick up because it was really a Friday evening, I remember. Ooh, <laughs> you were partly scared, right? Yeah, I was partly scared because I was just like, I don't want to face this anymore. This is what I have to say. So anyway, the content inside was just telling her that, okay, I've decided to leave the organization and then I had a great time, blah, blah, blah. But you know, that this is my last day. It's uh, not you, it's me. Yeah, that kind of thing. So anyway, fast forward, 9pm. I remember 9 or 9pm, the HR manager called me. Uh-huh. I looked at my phone and I was just like, should I pick up? Or should I not? But anyway, I picked up, I spoke to her. And obviously, like, was a bit emotional because it was my first, like, job that I landed after and university. And HR is always on your side. Yes. And she asked me, is it because of the pay? Do you want to talk about the pay and things like that? Mm-hmm. But my mindset during that time is, I'm sorry, this is past that. So they want to counter also you lah. Likely. But I re- I'm sorry, I already signed the paper already. Mm-hmm. So um, there was no way that I would want them to counter offer. Actually, it's the right procedure for the HR to call you first. Yes. Instead, instead of, of the boss. boss. I agree. Because it's a lot of pressure to, to for the boss to talk to you when, you know, especially in counsel counter also, it's better to the HR do it than the boss. Mm, I agree also. So anyway, so during the call, I just told her that, you know, the HR manager that I think it's a bit too late to talk about pay and stuff like that because, I mean, at that point in time, my mindset was, if you think that I'm a great employee, you would have offered this long time ago. Correct. I don't need to wait for me to do something about it before you decided that, oh my god, Michelle's leaving. Okay, let me, let me add another we 10, 20%. We are waiting for this kind of lousy negotiation yes exactly mm. so anyway that was like the first time where i wrote like a resignation letter and left um the second time i actually had a discussion with my boss that was when i was in the non-profit organization the handover yes so i i was sat there after our operations meeting i remember it was on monday or tuesday i remember i s- slipped the letter into his hands <laughs> like, literally I didn't um, that, that would be gross but anyways no, yeah <laughs> then he was like what is this I said you just read it and he's like in person eh yeah. so much balls eh. oh I remember like God, when must hate him so much <laughs> if I was so excited you know the first time I, I submit the thing but anyway so as usual I got emotional because I was very angry with him it's a different kind of emotion. it's a different kind of emotion but he kept telling me that say okay I will change like as though like we're in a relationship but we won't lah. Yeah, so anyway that was that whole entire process. Like I spoke to him first and then um there was an open discussion which I thought that this time was handled better than the last because last time I didn't even get a Did you did you say it's it's me, not you or you just I said it's him, it's him, it's him. Oh. I'm sorry. Cause I really think that at that point in time, yes, my attitude may be a bit bad, but because I was countering what he was giving me like he tried to explain himself he tried to explain himself that's one but at the same time i know that there's there won't be any change and it was the environment was so toxic that nobody in the office has anything nice to say about him anymore so the moral of this is that if you have made out your mind you don't get pushed around yes because think about it you cry alone you are sad you are depressed you are whatever lah, huh? whatever emotions you're feeling negatively it's going to still be there no matter what other people tell you that it's going to change yes and you know don't like don't lie to yourself because there are things that simply cannot change agree how can you change the boss away you can't and if the problem it's him it's him or him or her it's it's whoever that that is like yeah. yeah like if uh, in your first job it's a sme it's mm. a small organization no matter how much manpower that, that they say they were hired to help you you know it's not going to happen mm. Right, yeah. and 
truth be told, you know that there's not going to be a solution. If in your head, uh, you can't even think of a solution. Uh, and whatever they're saying doesn't make sense. Uh, they're just trying to manipulate you to continue to not make this decision to their benefit. Correct. Think about it this way. Yep. They're not thinking on your behalf. They're thinking for themselves. Correct. Thinking on your behalf could be to pay you more. Okay, fine. Or make changes that are realistic. Mm. But if the problem is talking to you and the problem is not going to go away, the problem is the person, then there is no solution to this. Yep. Don't sit there and wishfully think mm. that things will change. So I felt like that at the point in time, obviously I got nothing to lose. Mm. So the first time when he rejected my resignation, I'm just like, okay, never mind. I will try again. I second. Can, actually, they cannot write. Cannot reject her In the way he rejected So I just Like to me it's like He's trying to manipulate Correct So the second time When I felt like Oh my god I think this is too much really The third time I told him I say You don't need to talk We have nothing to say I have nothing to say And this is What I'm gonna do Giving him The first chance To explain himself Gave him a a Thinking that Maybe this can be salvaged It can lah Yeah So had you Shut it all down In the beginning He wouldn't Mm, I agree But I just felt like at the same time, because I have responsibility for the department in my head, yeah. in my head, and I also have some events that You're I was running. Nice yes, I didn't want to burn bridges. Also, no, no matter, I'm always nice. Okay, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I was I was trying to give myself time to make sure that you know the handover is properly done and things like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just can't stand him anymore. So the final time when I went up to him, I just told him, I say, don't say anything really. There's nothing gonna change, and I know it, and I see it myself. Yep. So. Just accept as it, as it is And that's it Post up Period okay. So the first time I quit the same place as you uh, Did I give a warning? I think I may have told your Your boss mm. I told my peer la, uh, Heads up that it's coming la. It's common courtesy Because we are friends Outside of work mm. uh, Of course he's very sad But there's nothing he can do right? So if it's uh, If I tell him my plan And it's better then he obviously he wishes me well. Uh, as for my boss, she did not take it too well. No, no, she was fine. She mm. asked me why, and I said, "Well, I want to see because it's my first job. I want to see what more is, is my there. value outside of this. Mm-hmm. Whether I want to continue in an agency or not. Mm-hmm. Because my immediate next job was at the client side. Mm. Uh, so I, I mean, I want to see both sides of the coins, right? And because it was my first job, so she, she. Yeah, she understand lah. And she always leave the conversation open and say, if you want to come back next time, just let me know. Mm, that's nice. She always says that. Even people who quit on her to, because they cannot take it anymore, mm. she will say, if you want to freelance, you let me know. Maybe we can still work mm, together. Mm, yeah, mm. and she pays better than you freelance anyway. So, <laughs> so weird, right? But anyway. Yeah, so then I went to the tech job. And then during my tech day, um, when I quit the tech job, um, it was because I got bored. I was very, very bored. Mm. I feel like I'm uh, doing a repetitive thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Not so much the salary thief, but I feel like... Um, it's like you're a machine, la. you go in. I have no progression yep. because I'm only taking care of Singapore and Hong Kong. Mm. And it's one product. It's a one-trick pony. Mm. So the things I'm doing is repetitive. If I'm married with three kids, I'm okay. But I wasn't, I was 26. Mm. So I, I, I was like, you know what? I think I can go back to agency. Ah. This is too boring for me. Mm. So I went back to agency. But I got what I asked for. La. I got all the challenge. I got more, ma- more money. I got more um, exposure. I got more numbers that I can speak for myself. Mm. And I learned this time the growth was much more rapid, right? Because it was a growth that I wanted. Mm. Yeah, but I think uh, all the same times that I've quit, I've always had my reasons and my 
um, backings ready. And mm. typically, when I leave, I leave. Yeah. And I no really know back. where I'm going next. Yeah. yeah so, <clears throat> even when it's very fast, it was only that one job that I was there for two months and I was fired. <sighs> but it's okay. I really feel like I, I really told just now in the first episode, I already said I feel like every day going to work, I, feel like I hope some car banging down and. <laughs> Yeah, and oh I have God. no balls to. I have no balls on the third month to quit mm. because my head is like, what will people think of me? Yeah, but honestly, who the fuck cares who thinks of you? <laughs> yeah, you already want to die every single day, like mentally want to die. Mm. But okay, never mind. I I feel like I got the lucky. I got the shop. I got the longer end of the stick because before the three months is up, the the company say we're gonna let you go. We'll compensate you one month. Yeah, I got one month pay for free. Eh. Awesome. For all this mental grueling that I went through the last mm-hmm. month. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what we mean by it's not a good fear. Hmm. But I mean, coming to that point also, even if you decide that you want to put in this short thing that you insert it before the next job right it's fine and the and if the interviewer asks you why you quit this job just say that it's not it's not a good fit it's a fact what? yeah i mean like if the interviewer feels like oh my god this person is like so and so it just shows that this this interview is not valuing you to see the achievements mm, the achievements that you have led up to that two then months of thing correct yeah. so that would be a red flag in correct. a way because uh, a, a large part of this is how HR views the talent as well. Correct. If the HR don't feel that, don't treat you like a talent, instead they treat you like just any other employee, mm. then uh, this is very uh, telling of the company culture, right? Because they don't care about your well being you. in a way. Yeah. Yes, the HR is not on your side. Correct. And this is the last thing you want in a job. Mm. The HR is not on your side because whenever you have an issue, you go to HR. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the I think this is very telling uh, huh? But if you're going to a big organisation mm. um, Then obviously This is usually Okay lah They mm. have a brand reputation To To uh, look after right So mm. definitely They will be like that So How to quit The job Usually you send an email first And then uh, There's no physical letter To be sent nowadays Yeah nobody prints out already Nobody la. prints anything <laughs> out So uh, I have templates Sitting in my uh, drive And I'll just edit Yeah actually You just go Google yeah, and obviously you must always lend the letter with we uh, wish the company well and all this kind of thing. It's, remember, don't it's burn bridges. You, not them. Yes, and don't burn bridges. You will never know when you will come back again. Industry very small. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, even if you get fired, only say nice things. Yeah, and it's still you, not them. Exactly, it's still me, not them. Huh? But behind the back, you want to go glass door and write all kinds of shit anonymously. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, just remember, don't sign off your name, okay? Yeah, and of course, don't forget to leverage glass door as a platform. Yes, so sometimes like what I do also, I will go Glassdoor to, you know, just read some reviews. Obviously, some Glassdoor reviews can be rigged in a way. It's like the... Written by HR. Yeah, written by HR or like written by the boss themselves or things like that. But I mean like it's also a good platform for you to leverage on to see like what, how is the company culture like, the pay, whether is it competitive, yep. blah, 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 that kind of stuff. How is the interview process? Reserved. Yeah, so I think all these are important um, for you to evaluate the new place that you're going into or the place that you you want to apply for yeah mm. um, the research portion um, is a bit tricky la. besides uh, Glassdoor there is really no unless you know somebody working there uh, you can talk to them or if you're going to a 
competitor then chances are you have um, friends in the industry and people will hear say how the team is like mm. how this person is like I think uh, being active on LinkedIn is very important having uh, mutual friends that can you can uh, randomly say uh, let's have a coffee I need to ask you about like this new place that I'm going you know mm. but also be careful because uh, keep your sources tight uh, you don't want to I've seen people physically lose a new job because they are going to a competitor and work gets out too early yeah, so I think one check your non compete as well. Correct. Mm. I I think one thing that I've also learned from some of my friends is if, if when they quit, they don't tell Anything. you or anybody, even the boss, because? where they are going. Mm. Yeah, because I think in case like you know it doesn't work out and stuff like that, oh. be, nobody can say anything I'm about sorry that. For this. So um, in our tech organization, we have a partner, partner manager lah. So basically, he manages all the partners. Mm. When he quit. Um, he was gotten rid of within two weeks of quitting. Huh? You know why? Why? Because he first he quit right. Mm. He locked off from all his. Uh, he he say he got COVID or he fell down or something. Mm. So everybody's like, how are you okay or not? Then uh, straight away uh, he called people and say people call him and say, hey, I need your help for this. He say, sorry, I cannot. I got COVID. And secondly, I quit. That was within days of him. Thing. Why you want to say this kind of thing so fast one? No, he's stupid. Oh my god. Then everybody know, right? Mm. Then management suspect that he's going to a competitor because he's being so open. About yeah. It. Nobody is so open like within days of quitting, go and tell the whole goddamn world that they are leaving one. Mm. Right? And this is one example. Mm. Another example of stupidity in quitting is telling the next employee or telling the employee that good luck, ah, I'm leaving. Good luck. <sighs> tell the newly Newly, uh, another the next employee that quit and say, I'm so glad in front of the management. I'm so glad you're out of this shithole. I know who you're talking about, but yeah, so don't do that. Yeah, it's like it's not good because it doesn't look good on you. You want people to hire you back next time. Yeah, you, you wait lah. La. People will remember this kind of not nice things that you yeah. do. I tell you the level of stupid is beyond comprehension, and when it's a very delicate subject, mm. you tell how you tell. Mm. When you tell people you cannot be too happy also, you know? Correct! Like, what is this? Am I supposed to be envious of where you're going? Recently, we had a well, uh, farewell lunch with this colleague. Uh, mm. Then she she tell people, uh, we, uh, it's her farewell lunch, so everybody knows she's leaving. Then people, everybody will start asking, is it okay if you tell us where you're going next? Then yep. she say, oh, no, 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 it's okay, wait for my LinkedIn, blah, 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 blah. blah. Mm. But... On the same note, uh, she say, but um, uh, yeah, I'm leaving because he, she continue to explain herself. Uh, yeah, I'm leaving because uh, it's a bigger, better environment. Um, uh, continue on. In uh, front don't of. Don't get the hint. She's a salesperson. Then uh, uh, it's a bigger, better environment. You know, they are, but uh, they are much bigger, and uh, that there are more opportunities there. You know, all the good stuff about the new employee. Uh, oh, then then we were then we were like, oh, okay. Then uh, do you then can we know where's her new office? Now she proceeds to tell us where her new office. No, so stupid, no. Then after that, say, oh yeah, it's so cute when they uh, ask me to accept the job, they send me this toy and everything. Then hey, everybody know really la. Is so small, right? Yeah, it's, big, right? it's like I don't need to CSI. I can CSI out immediately. I told her, ah, I said, um, so and so. I think you better stop, ah. If you continue and tell me Suntec which tower, I can tell you exactly where you're going. I think you better stop. Then she realized that we spoke too much. Yeah. Then after lunch, we were whispering to each other like. 
Doesn't she seem too happy that she's leaving? Exactly. Like, she hold like that. Yeah. Never ever do that to your mm. current colleagues eh. Next mm-hmm. time, you'll become colleagues also. Then management hears these things, huh? You think they want to hire you again. Correct. And the management in this industry moves to other brands also. Yeah, you may end up with the same boss. You, uh. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That's why I think like, after you join a new company also, it's also good to access like your team members, the company culture and yeah. things like that. I think one red flag that you can see if everybody is very gossipy or like, you know, if they toxic in a way like ostracizing a certain people in the group, yeah. I think it's something to say. And then of course, like you come in and people say, hey Mishan, I think you need to be careful or so and so. Yeah. yeah, I think this kind of thing is, I feel... You don't need to tell me when I first enter. I would, I mean, no, th- thank you very much. They tell you, but you need to remember to take everything with a pinch of salt. Correct. You cannot have uh, like uh, a judgment. unconsciousness mm. towards the other person that you haven't even met Correct. or worked with. Correct. Because one person's opinion or hearsay is is, is one thing, mm. right? Unconscious bias, biasness to judge a person before you even meet them or saying hi or working together. It's quite is, bad. Is, mm. It's just not doing yourself any favour mm. right because then you're going in you're like oh no this person is going to fuck it up if I ask mm, them for help mm, mm. then it doesn't do anything you only manifest the negativity but not the positive working relationship that don't forget you are new you are the new force to change things mm. and taking this negative feedback in your head uh, it's not going to help you propel or change things it will only make you be more afraid to make changes Correct. which is not what you're hired to do yes I agree yeah I think there's one that my current team did well was because um, I was on the maternity cover before the, on the contract basis so I do not know this person who went on maternity how is she and things like that ah. of course like sometimes you will hear like a bit of a complaint and things like that yes. here and there but it's not like they say professor. yeah they don't say it in front of me they what? will go one corner and then they want to discuss well, because I don't know this person yeah. so it was only it until yeah it was only until when she came back um, then we had some uh, work interactions. Then I realized that okay, she left already, is it? She left already. Then I was like, okay, uh, maybe she is not the kind of team member that I'm looking at, looking for. I cannot choose. Yeah, I cannot choose. But Lucky at the same time, but I'm glad that I did not form any judgment before she came in. So at least when I faced her, right, I still like, oh hi, you know, nice to meet you. Mm. But she wasn't very nice to me, like, I think, because I think she felt a bit threatened by, by like this new person here, lah. Mm. For me, because I enter an environment that is almost 70% of the people in the, in the mm. company is net new. Mm. Uh, so there was a lot of stories, but the stories was about last time, the past management and how shitty it was. Mm-hmm. Then it makes me happier that I'm in a new environment with a new leader. Mm. But there are also incumbent people from the previous management that has been there as well as furniture. Okay. That we hear of that we say they, they tell you must be careful of so and so, so, and so. And how and how and how they got played out and stuff like that. So those are good intel, but again, take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's it, right? In this new environment. So we are in a quite nice office. Yeah. Then just happened uh, in the last couple of months, there were job scam news that came up in the, in the, in the media. Yeah. And you think this is something very far away from you. Yeah, I would, I would think so until you... Right? And you think like, oh, you're so stupid to believe this, right? Exactly. But, seriously. Got people do that, huh? Three of them or two of them came to our office. Oh my God. In person with their family. Uh. So there are two use cases. One, the first person that came was a young boy mm. with his family. Mm. The sister, the mother, the father. Mm. Came and verified that um, whether did 
he repost this job post on Telegram. Mm. And is this like legit? Mm. And when he's young, right? So when he was talking to us, his hands were shaking. How young was he? Teens? Early twenty. Early twenty. Oh my god, he still came with his family. Eh. Yeah, because he's young, right? So mm. his family only discovered that he paid to work. What the hell? Did he, he paid disclose how much? No, but it was not a small sum. Because yeah. Then as whole these people. Yeah, and then um he he said that he was asked to do some um work, mm. uh this whatever certain type of work that, that we do la, and, mm. and because it's related to our product, our company is a public company. Mm-hmm. You search whatever we do. It's easy. That. Yeah, our logo can download. You can do whatever we mm-hmm. want. But we we firstly told him um we don't recruit via Telegram. Our recruiter sits in uh, Australia. Yeah. It's only recruiting through LinkedIn and some job portals like the legitimate uh, only one. LinkedIn and maybe Job Street or whatever okay. or Indeed or something. So mm. just remember uh, any job worth pos- worth applying uh, tr- is through lim- uh, legit sources like LinkedIn, especially LinkedIn. Um Job Street, you know, uh Monster, I would take it with a very big pinch of salt. It's an India based portal, it's usually not relevant. Yeah. Indeed is another one that's not bad. Um, and then you have the government ones, mm, right? The career at GOV. Correct, but career GOV, career SG, all these are uh, they they those, more career related, uh, more government. Not, I will not put that in parity because mm. a lot. Uh, if you understand the how um manpower measure manpower works is, if today I want to replace you as an employee, yep. I want to hire an expat. Oh. I am legally required to put the job post on the government website. I know for uh, X number of times, yeah, yeah, eleven weeks or something mm. to ensure the Singaporean interest is covered, and then I and proceed then the to foreigner understand apply formally and then yeah. go from there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So just know that those portals like SkillsFuture, whatever portal they use to post jobs, are legally requiring for them to do that. Mm. You will never get the job if you apply. Mm. On the flip side, they will also post the same job in LinkedIn. Mm. Right, you will see usually duplicate posts yeah. if you are religious about applying for a new job. Yep. The LinkedIn ones, let me share with you. LinkedIn is the most expensive avenue to post job. Mm. I, I don't know exactly how much, but just know that uh, if any job that is worth applying for that is on LinkedIn that looks serious and legit, right? Mm. Those are jobs with budget. Okay. Jobs with budget says a lot because it means that they can pay. Mm. They have the capacity to pay. I didn't know that. To pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so LinkedIn has always been my number one favorite, but because I, I work in tech. Mm. Right, so tech, obviously everybody uses LinkedIn. Actually, I use LinkedIn also now more often. Yeah. In the past, before coming to like this X number of experience that I have, I use Job Street. Yes, it does mm. work. But um, I would say Job Street is a bit more local. If you want to work for a tech, uh, MNC or uh, a name brand, LinkedIn. LinkedIn will be the place to go. I agree. Because they have a brand image to conform to. Mm. Otherwise, uh, another reverse way is to look for name recruiters. Mm. Robert Walters is one of the most expensive recruiters that you can deposit yes. your, your resume, resume to. Mm. The reason is because they pitch the jobs on your behalf. They mm. pitch you to the employer, not the employer look for them to, to post a job. Mm-hmm. This is how basically I know that it works because I have friends who used to work there. Mm. Um, obviously, there's a deco, there is a couple of uh, name, manpower uh, sources that you can do. Just remember, even, as a, even when you meet a recruiter, the recruiter must be able to market you to the employer. Yes. If the recruiter don't read your resume, don't know what you do, don't understand the industry, don't know the job scope well, 
don't bother with this recruiter because they are not going to lend you an interview. Correct. Know that you are the one that is paying the, the recruiter mm. because when they lend you, they get a commission. Mm. And they are, they are here to serve you, not the other way around. Correct. So when you treat the recruiter with respect, yes, but if they don't know what they are talking about, do not bother entertaining them. Correct. There are too many shitty recruiters outside. I have a story to share. So LinkedIn obviously is a great avenue for recruiters to reach out to you via the DM or whatever. Lah, okay. So I remember there was one that came up to me just, I think a month ago or so, I can't remember. So she didn't even read my profile at all. So she was asking me to apply for like a... First telltale sign. Yeah, executive position, which I think I'm okay. I'm open. Like the time I was just like, you know, shopping around and things like that. So I had a call with her. And then she was like, the first thing she... And I think she's new also. So the way that she spoke on the phone is just like, to me it's a bit unprofessional. The way they represent themselves over the phone is very Yeah. So when... So I just told her, I say, do you read my LinkedIn profile? Um, I say I'm doing like a lot of like overseas incentives, conferences and blah 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 that kind of thing and she's like so I asked her uh, are you able to disclose which company you are representing right now so she said a local company and she really sell very hard to me say yeah they do this very second, big event and stuff like that second, and I asked her I say second, okay so how big of an event they are doing I say I have done events like say for thousands example people. Uh, thousands people and stuff like that then she got a bit of a shock so I, so I say I I told her, I say, I'm sorry, I'm not looking for an executive position for sure. Waste of time. If you look at my resume, you know, like the LinkedIn profile and stuff like that, I'm actually looking for something more like a managerial position. So she's like, oh, okay, okay. So um, so if there's a, like an events manage- manager post and stuff like that, I can reach out to you. I say, um, you can, <laughs> you can, um, but like, yeah, I think it's sure better for you. Yeah, me. so I mean, like, I didn't want to burn bridges and stuff like that. And then she like say, uh, okay. I just quickly end up the call and but stuff like spectrum, that. Right, this is the bad example, mm. and mm-hmm. uh, I have also examples that are calling from India and they are shopping because, for example, Google is hiring. Then mm. they got damn it, they just spam everybody. Then I remember there was this once, uh, either Google or some name brand is hiring. In my agency, mm. three of us got a call. Same recruiter. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. So there are a lot of idiotic recruiters out there, but there are also very good ones that sit me down, break down my resume to me, and tell you, tell me, I will pick this point, pick this point, pick this point to sell you as a candidate, and be very critical about it because this person is going to represent you like an agent. Correct. So ask them back questions like, how long are they looking to close this position? Mm. Uh, how confident are you to sell to get me an interview? Yes. Yes. These are very important questions. Mm. And if you dare to ask, ask about the budget for the role. Correct. Because if money is what you're looking for, then go for it. Ask her directly. She's the recruiter. If she cannot disclose the budget, something then, is yeah, very wrong. Then I think you should just like, you know, move on. Now. Just know that for every year that uh, for every position that they land, they get one month of your annual salary. Mm. That is industry average for a recruiter. Yep. So be smart about it. Ask them all the questions you can ask about the role. Ask them about predecessor. Ask them about the history of the job. Ask them about every goddamn thing. Because if they don't know, who knows? Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, back to the job scam. Yeah. So obviously the young boy came, right? And he said that uh, he, there is this certain amount of work that they asked to do. And they asked to pay, ask him to pay first to do the work. Which is a very, very big red flag. Yeah. Nobody will ask you to pay first to do the but work. He's young. So he don't know. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, Sorry. So he got scammed uh, a certain amount of money to do the job. I feel so bad for him. I feel like it's in the thousands. Yeah. La, but he's still a lot of money mm. to a young boy. So Correct. that's one example. The second example came to the office uh, and say, you know, 
um, again the same thing. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Telegram or somewhere else, but mm. uh, it was still our brand and blah blah blah. And then we ask her like because she showed everything. Mm. She showed the receipts, blah 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 blah. And this time it's a u- different use case. This time she put in some money. Mm. Oh sorry, she did some work. Mm. Um, then they. Then they mm. gave her some money compensation. So the first two times she was paid like one thousand dollars, two thousand dollars like that. Mm. Then the last time they say, oh, now we are encountering some um I don't know what issue lah. Mm-hmm. We need you to pay this amount of money. Don't worry, we have already paid you before, so we will pay you back. So it's like an investment scam mm. situation. Okay. Yeah. So this time she lost a uh, five digit. Because they gain your trust the first two time. It's too much already, eh? No, but she's so greedy, what? Yeah. Because first you don't pay to get a job. Second, mm. you don't do nothing and get paid. Yep. Correct. Mm. So she was groomed to believe that this happened. I feel really bad for them. I do, but at the same time, this second lady is a bit more older. She should and have known. And she's educated. So when she recounted the story to us, she was like it going to In cry. Tears, yeah. So then, um, our stance as a brand, as an MNC, is we are not supposed to. Uh, do accompany anything. them to make a police report. We don't have to make a police report until the police come to us to get and a statement. say that mm. you know we want to investigate this thing. So that's too. Um we are not supposed to uh disclose any information as well, both mm. ways. Mm. But we did kind of, we, because initially we don't know what to do, right? So yeah. we did get their names and contact number and whatever. Mm. Um I think we also gave some information of us that say that, you know, anyway we our office is just there. So yeah, yeah not during office hour we are definitely yep, there, yep. right? So we are not supposed to do contact, but that was post after talking to legal. Then we realized mm. that we're not supposed to. But until today, which is I think almost two months, the police has not contacted us because we are not involved in this. Correct. There it- was victim, but we are not the person conducting the scam. Mm. Right. So. A word of caution to everybody that is looking for a job. You never ever pay to get a job. Of course. This is basic Hello? 101. Check the website that they ask you to apply the job. And nobody uses Telegram to recruit. Unless it's like a temp job maybe. Freelance. Yeah, freelance or temp uh, job. Part-time events. Mm. Uh, but even so, do it with caution. Correct. Even if you are applying for a freelance on Telegram, you don't pay $20 to register to get a job. Exactly. Why you... that way, uh. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Anything that requires to pay to get a job is called a scam. Mm. Okay, so I think uh, we have covered a lot of things on, you know, how to get a job. Anything how to quit a add? job. Yeah, no. how to quit a job. <laughs> what are the red flags? We are almost becoming Workforce Singapore already. So, I know. Any last words, Nishan? I think one thing that we have taken note here is, you know, um, one thing to note is never undermine yourself. Yeah. Never underestimate yourself. Yeah. That's one. Two is, please, look, if you want to find a new job, Please make sure that you don't need to pay. Yeah, yeah, be sure of what you want and make sure that they don't ask you to pay first to get a job, okay? Yeah. That one is definitely a scam, guys. Uh, yeah, there's a thing called Google. Just Google. Yeah, because uh, in all name brand, name brand that is hiring, they all have their own job portals. They go through um, formal channels like LinkedIn, um, formal channels like Jobstreet. If it's not from there, definitely a scam. Mm. Mm. I guess we've come to the end of the second part of Not Enough Work episode. As always, if you have any feedback, comments, words of encouragement, you can reach us at notenoughasian1.5 at gmail.com. Right, so until then, hear you next time. Goodbye!